Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Inclusive Leadership in a Virtual World weekly podcast. My name is Matthew Cahill, and I am the president and principal consultant with the Percipio Company. And each week, we gather with an inclusive leader to showcase them, have them share their unique approach towards inclusive leadership. And part of our follow-up is to do this very brief, very tight podcast so that you get additional insights into the, into the uniqueness of that facilitator. We frame three questions that we ask so that we can get a deeper understanding of their unique perspective and approach towards inclusive leadership. And today we have none other than Brian Kelly, an incredible facilitator and self-described optimistic rebel. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Matthew. Great to be here. Well, let's jump right in with our first question. So Brian, tell this listening audience, what is unique about you as an inclusive leader? So for me, it begins with my uh, relationship with vulnerability and how I um, experience vulnerability and how I chose to reframe that um, because of how I was showing up during my coaching program, my first coaching program. And um, what was getting in the way of me being me in life, and also uh, as I found out during the program, was how I looked at vulnerability. And so to me growing up, vulnerability meant weakness. Men don't show emotion, men don't cry, those kind of things. And so no wonder we're having trouble with divorce and other things in society because of those um, beliefs. And so I had to get curious with myself and uh, shift my relationship with self-love, self-acceptance, and with vulnerability. And so um, as I was going through this process of determining whether I wanted to get into this work of coaching and consulting and people development and helping people uh, bring more fully bring their, their best self and their contributions, um, I went through this process of reframing vulnerability to vulnerability is human. It's how we connect with one another. And that all starts with connection with self. And so I had to go through this process um, to determine my career and whether I wanted to go down this path. But really what it did is it changed my life. And so my perspective, my um, lived experience with vulnerability gives me a unique perspective, a lived perspective, which I can bring to my work. Um, with teams and inclusive leaders to help them see differently, uh, to to understand and and appreciate different perspectives, to uh, empower greater acceptance, greater curiosity, and to uh, help us become and create better together. So to say you're a Brene Brown fan would be an understatement. Uh, Yeah, I'm familiar (laughs) with her work. Yeah. And and, and she gets, she's she's the uh, expert, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I, I go from, I don't, I don't usually quote her work. I kind of talk from my lived experience because I figure that resonates more with people, but yes, absolutely love what she does. I do too. That's the only reason I dropped her name because she's just fabulous. Uh, I love what she does and how she does it. Um, and I think there's a lot of clear synergy between what you're doing and what Mm -hmm. she's doing. Now, this is where it might even go in a different direction because the next question is, and it can relate deeply to vulnerability, what are you striving for? So what I'm striving for is um, to, sh- to help people 
reconnect with our essence. And um, this goes back to the story of vulnerability and my lived experience. Um, I felt suppression as I was able to go back and kind of go through what's happening with me. And, and what if people didn't feel like they had to um, hold back on who they were and they could bring themselves more fully to everything, every part of their life? They didn't have to live uh, from other people's expectations or society's expectations. And they could more fully be their five-year-old self who was carefree, who was curious, who was playful, who was abundant in kind of their thinking. And it's so funny because I talk with people all the time. I had a conversation the other day about this. And we were talking about this very topic. And, you know, we have your I am statement. I am, what are the words for you? And my three words were playful, abundant, and carefree. Uh, and the in invitation was to go back to your, you know, your childhood self and you actually have a picture of yourself, look at that person and kind of connect with them. And, and um, it was kind of an emotional experience for me uh, because I reconnected with the person that um, I was as a child. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's really interesting that that's the person I'm striving to be now. And what happened from age, whatever, five, six, eight, whatever age you want to point to, to right now that um, changed, you know, some things about myself in terms of how I saw myself, how I saw the world. And that's what the powerful experience with vulnerability was. It changed how I saw myself. And once you shift that, and open up new possibilities for what's you know what your perspectives on things are, what your beliefs are, and we talked about this in the ILVW session. It's you know the difference between um, learned beliefs and chosen beliefs, and um, that was powerful for me to kind of understand that if I if I learn beliefs, I can unlearn them, and that's the power of unlearning that we talked about, and that's what I I hope to shift or help people see is that um, learning is important and we're all conditioned to get educated and learn. But one thing I think we could use more of and that I'd like to bring and strive for more of is people uh, taking time to pause and challenge their beliefs and uh, in a healthy way in terms of, hey, wait a minute, where is this belief? Is it mine? Um, am I going to Am I, uh, is it chosen or is it learned? Is it something I want to carry forward? And in a healthy way, kind of check in on it. It's like, wait a minute. This may be what I think. This may be what I believe right now. Um, but you know what? This isn't really not mine. It's someone else's belief. And wait a minute, how do I really feel about this? And let me let me kind of pivot and reframe my uh, relationship with that belief to better serve me. And that's sort of what I did with vulnerability in terms of reshaping, uh, reshaping my belief with vulnerability. And uh, and that exercise wasn't transactional. It wasn't so I could get through the program, the leadership coaching program. It was something that had to mean something to me because without that meaning, it really was going to be a transactional exercise. And that's not what I was striving for. Yeah. It's not a one-time event, right? Like I think, uh, you know, what I heard you saying is that the the world needs more of these opportunities to be self-reflective in a deep way. And this was this process was once the area of just a, a psychologist, right? Or 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 even before that, it was a psychiatrist and and you know, picture the formal Freudian type psychiatrist, but it's evolved so much that lay people are really taking it upon themselves to do these types of activities, to look back through and and really, you know figure out what it's going to bring up. 
now, what would you say if that's, uh, you know, to the folks who, who perhaps aren't ready for that? Great question. I was just thinking about that as, uh, as you were sharing. Um, vulnerability in kind of changing a relationship with that can be a heavy topic or a difficult topic for people. But what about shifting your perspective on something, right? Um, you see what you see and you're really ingrained in that perspective. What if, what if it was about uh, opening up? and uh, inviting different perspectives, right? So uh, we all have a relationship with the type of music we like. We all have a relationship with um, the type of people in our inner circle, right? Um, and getting curious non-judgmentally about, hey, what does my inner circle look like? Wait a minute, do I have a full perspective on what all my teammates, my employees, my organization, uh, what they might need, what the differences might be there, how I might uh, look at you know, whether it's policies or practices or uh, incentives or needs differently of employees because um, how they may be, have been formed, you know, no judgment, but at a time when uh, maybe people that look like us formed some of those policies and practices, um, they weren't thought of with as much diversity, diversity of uh, perspective as we would have liked. And so uh, I think if we look at it for, less from beliefs, because that can be a little harder to kind of navigate through, what if it's just perspective? What if it's just challenging how you're looking at things and say, how else might I look at this that might expand my perspective and invite different thinking to help us create and become better together? Mm, mm, yeah, just that shift is maybe what is needed in that moment. So beautiful, Brian, we could talk all day. So uh, if people want to talk with you all day, if they want to learn more, if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for anyone listening to get in touch with you? The best way would be to connect on LinkedIn um, or at Brian at BrianKellyLeadershipCoaching.com, my email address. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Brian. It's truly been a pleasure. And I look forward to seeing you at the next Inclusive Leadership Meeting. Likewise, Matthew. Thank you for having me.